Hello and welcome to Victory Church, dear friends. What a privilege today, July the 14th, 2020. From Odessa, Texas, we say hello to you, dear friends. It is a privilege to be here with you today. What an honor. With me, my brother Tim Cole. How are you doing, brother? Good, good. You feeling good today? Yes. Excellent. Today, we are going to share a powerful topic with you. Prayer is more than talking. And I know that it's an interesting topic. We have great scriptures to share with you today. In our hearts, Jesus is Lord. How did Lord Jesus became Savior in your life? Can you tell us a little bit of your story, please? Well, um, my, pe my parents uh, were always Christians, and um, I always knew that was, that was where I wanted to end up. And so I spent uh, my teenage years, like a lot of uh, people do, uh, doing stuff you shouldn't do. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, uh, yeah, when I was about 25, I just, uh, I, I met a girl and started seeing her and, and she was going to church and, and, uh, that kind of, I think God used that to, to bring me in there. There but, you go. So yeah. that was a good influence for you. Yes. That's terrific. Very good. Well, our friends, today we are going to be talking about prayer is more than talking. It's so interesting, and you will find wonderful, wonderful scriptures today in today's message with my brother Tim Cole here from Odessa, Texas. We say hello to you, and you know what? We would love to hear from you. If you want to be in touch with us, what if you send us an email? The email address is info at vchurch.us, and of course, you can go to the website and check everything that we have there available for you, videos, music, and all kind of good stuff bchurch.us, and please, if you are right now watching through social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, what if you give us a thumbs up and a good, good comment? Do we want a bad comments? No, no, we want the good ones. We want the thumbs up. You can give us two thumbs up if you like. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd be I agree. I agree. That, because we are two <laughs> handsome guys today here. So two thumbs up per person. That would be great. <laughs> and of course, our wives are with us. There you go. There yes, you go. Yes. <laughs> That's very good. Let me share one more time with you guys that we have the podcast. And there, at this point, we are talking about more than 300 episodes available. But at the same time, we have audiobooks available for you. Those are original stories. You can hear the audiobook. Naturally, it's an audiobook. <laughs> you can hear it, but also you can download it. All that you need to do is to go to the website, mygiancarlo.com. They are free for you. Let me share with you quickly which are the titles that are available in mygiancarlo.com. They are free books, and uh, the first book on Musk is a drama story in a family. The second one is the story of a young girl that felt very, very with uh, poor self esteem 
And the third story is Tears of Joy. It's a romantic story. Then we have the kind of story that we guys like, Survive. This story, Survive, is about drugs and action and a good guy who wins. You will love that story. The next one, it's One Year Later. It's a Christmas story. How your good actions will bring great results into your life, although it takes time. And then for those who are pet lovers, dog lovers, Frankie is the name of the book. It's a pretty nice story about how a dog saved a family. And then we have, for those who like sports, Made to Win is a softball story created in Andrews, Texas. And finally, we have the book Year 2064 is the most recent book. It's about the future, how things will be in the year 2064. You will love to read and also to hear this story. We are working now with the ninth book, and probably we will be releasing the book in maybe six weeks or less. We will tell you later, but just FYI, it's a CIA story. Yeah, I have a question for you. That yes. Maybe you said this. I don't know. Do, do, does each book have a specific length of time that it goes? Good question. They are half-hour length. Half-hour, okay. Half-hour length. Good question. Just curious about that. Yeah, and they are free, and you can read it. You can hear it in any mobile, de mobile device. And, of course, your tablets, iPods, computers, and we have a YouTube channel as well where you can read it for entertainment. That's good. But what's going on here in Victory Church? You might be interested in knowing that we have our worship service every Sunday at 10 a.m. And uh, I always ask Tim, what do you like about the worship service, brother? Oh, I, li I like the singing and just worshiping God. It's such a, such a good thing to worship our Creator. You love to worship God, right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Love to worship God. I know. I hear you singing all the time, and <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, some people don't call that singing, but, you know, <laughs> well, you got to make a joyful noise anyhow. You do. You do. <laughs> and everyone is invited to come Saturdays, 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas at 5 p.m. Join us. You will have a good time with us, I bet. You will like it. But today, July the 14th, we are talking about prayer is more than talking. This is my brother Tim Cole, one of the church leaders here in Victory Church. 8 p.m. in the East Coast, 7 p.m. in Texas, and 5 p.m. in the West Coast. You are more than welcome to share this video, whether it's the Vimeo channel, the YouTube channel, or <clears throat> our website. So let's just start this beautiful study with the first scripture that we have here for you. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Yeah, it is. And it says our Father in heaven, and that, that's the creator of the universe right there. Uh, we don't even begin to understand how great he is that he spoke this universe, this world, 
by the power of his words, he created it. And he calls us, he lets us call him our father. And that, to me, that's, that's just amazing that the creator of the universe, we can have that intimate relationship. Some of us on earth, we had good fathers and some of us didn't. And I had a good father, I had a great father. But if you didn't, the heavenly father, he wants to be your father and he's a creator of mankind. He designed your body. He designed every aspect of you. So he knows you very detailed. And so anytime you want, you can call him the father and, he, and he'll be there for you. That is so beautiful. I want to experience one more time that moment when I dedicated my life to the Lord. Just for what you said, <laughs> I just love that. You you were the preacher, and I'm, I I was the 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 new believer. Beautiful, I love that. But it's absolutely true what you said. You know, we can just go to Him. There is a word in in the New Testament, Abba, Father. Yes, yes. Have Have you read that part? Yes. Do you know the meaning? Yeah. Well, I believe Abba. Well. You know, I can't remember now. Is that is daddy? <laughs> daddy, yeah, okay, daddy. okay, yeah, very yeah. intimate, very, very intimate, yeah. yeah. Daddy, that's when we say Abba, Father, is like daddy. You know, now we are guys, Tim and I. We are guys. We are tough, rough. You know, we are we are sweet and gentle. Of course, we are too. But you know, we are not crybabies. I mean, we we are guys that we go through life with difficulties <laughs> and and we fight the fight. And we are not chickens, and we are not wimps, and, you know, we, we are not weak. We fight. You know, we are men, grown-up men. We are strong. Okay? But how <laughs> wonderful it is when we also can go to the, to the Lord and call him Abba, Father, yes. Daddy, my Lord, my Lord. That's, that's beautiful. But uh, the next part of the, the Scripture says, Hallowed be your name. Yes, it, it, uh, holy is the name of God. It, uh, his name is above all names. And, he, you know, as I said, he's a creator of the universe, but he's also our heavenly father. So when you come to God and you praise his name, you, you honor him for who he is and what he's doing in your life. And, and not only what he's done and what he's doing, but what he's going to do. Because he has a plan for your life. He has a plan for each and every one of our lives. And, and you know, to start on that plan is to, to ask Jesus into your heart. That's the start of that plan. And then from there, it's following the word of God, the, word, the written word of God that he's preserved for all these years, thousands of years. He's preserved it, and it's intact, and it's living. So... That word of God's going to show you how to live. So that's the first part, and then He'll speak to you also. But so when you call on His name, and He hears every one of us. There's billions of people on this earth, but you can have an intimate one-on-one -on -one conversation with the Creator of the universe, and I'm, that is a special thing right there. Absolutely, <clears throat> we call Him Heavenly Father, Abba Father. But then when you start praying, and we are you are talking to God. Are you the kind of person that the first thing you say to God is, I am mad because of this, or I am sad because of that. I'm frustrated because of that, or I am so devastated because of this. Is that the first thing you say to the Lord, or when you 
come into his presence, you say, Father, how wonderful you are. You are creator of heaven and earth. You are my maker. I praise you today. I praise you, Lord. So listen to this question, my friend. When you are praying, when you are communicating with God, do you praise him? Do you really say good things to him? Imagine your children, okay? Your children need help. They come to you. They don't say good morning to you. They don't say good afternoon. They don't say, how are you doing that? They don't say, you know that? You have been a great dad to me. No, they don't say anything like that. There is no greeting. There is no protocol. Immediately, they come up with the request. In fact, it's not a request. It's a demand. Dad, I need this. I want you to buy me this. What would you do? Well, think about it. Because that is exactly what sometimes we do with the good Lord. That's true. We just come with demands and requesting things without having the basic greeting to the good Lord. So when you are praying, you always remember, Abba, Father. And then you say, hallowed be your name. But the next part of the scripture says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So my question is, do you accept God's will, do you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sometimes it's a struggle. <laughs> you know, you, we want our own will. We want, we want our stuff to be done, and we want it done right now. But that's not how God works. It's better to, to bring those things to him and then give it to him and let his timing unfold in your life because he knows what's better for you than you know yourself. And I've learned that by my own stubbornness and, you know, and, and, and this is a, this prayer is, shows you how to pray um, to respect and hold hallowed the name of God. And then to understand that you, you make your request, but it's, it's his will uh, that you ultimately have to surrender your will to his will. And that don't mean that uh, things that you want are, are not necessarily that you're not going to get the things you want, but you you got to let it unfold in his timing, and he knows what's best for you. So It's basically the fact that you accept that he is God and you are not. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is God and this you are true. not. This is true. So in other words, he controls yes. and you do not. Right. He decides and you do not. There you go. Whatever he says, we say, yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Your will be done. So right now, That's dear right. friend, right now, let's, let's bring it home. What are the circumstances that you are going through? What kind of problems and challenges do you have? Are you accepting God's will in your life? Or you are battling and you are like a little kid saying, well, God, I, did, I want this, and you are not giving me that. Is that what you are doing, or you truly are accepting his will? So think about it, okay? But the next part of the scripture says something this. Give us today our daily bread. Woohoo! Give us today our daily bread, which takes me to this other question. Are you grateful for life and food? Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm... I'm grateful, and we always should be grateful. I think sometimes we we forget to be grateful. 
when, when things don't go our way. But we should always come back to that gratefulness and, and have that grateful attitude. What about priorities, my brother? Don't you think that sometimes we kind of lose focus in the start, start thinking of things that are really not a priority? This prayer, the Lord's Prayer, is saying when the time comes for asking things, you notice in the prayer, he's not asking for anything. The first thing he's asking is, give us today. Yes our daily bread. And he's talking about two wonderful things here. I want you to see this, my friend. Give us today. He is not saying give us tomorrow or at the end of this month. You know, God, my rent is due. You know, <laughs> Lord, that I have to pay this in two weeks. No, no, no. Give us today. That's one important thing when you are talking to the Lord. Today, Lord. What I need today is this. And what is the first thing that he's saying in his prayer? Give us our daily bread, because that is priority. You need to think about priorities, my friend. Yes, of course, you have responsibilities, midterm, long-term, and other things that you need to take care of. But just trust in the Lord today. That is, that is the right thing to do. Now, Timmy, is it easy to trust in God for the future? What do you think? Is easy to trust in him? I don't think it's easy right off the bat, no. Because <laughs> we're used to being self-reliant. But, uh, yeah, you, you, that's what you need to do. Because the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. So you have to have faith in him to make a way for you in the future. And it, it I, don't th I, don't, I don't think it just comes overnight. It's mm -hmm. something that, you know, that... You, you have to work out with him, but yeah. it, he'll help you. He'll help you to have that faith. He will help you. Those are wise words. <clears throat> he will help you, my friend. Today. Today, priorities. What is important? You know yes. that super fast vehicle, that fancy pickup truck? Oh, that's nice. Is, is it a priority? <laughs> no. That trip? <laughs> Whatever is what you want, is that a priority? Think about it, okay? Now, if we continue reading, it says, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. Amen. Oh, boy. Is that profound or what? Yes. Yes, it is. It's important. And the problem is we don't like to forgive. Yes. I was talking with one of my friends recently, and he said to me, my main problem is that I have trouble to forgive. He said, how can I do it, Gian? How can I forgive? It's just, I am so hurt. It bothers me what happened. And you know, the, the thing that bothers me the most is, is the repetition. And it's not just the repetition. It's a repetition done by the same person. <laughs> yeah. So... What do I do? How can I really forgive? What, what would you say, my brother, once to somebody that struggles to forgive? What would you say? Well, I know, you know, I've been through some things, and um, the, the depth of hurt, uh, the, that's harder than just the, the little stuff. But um, I, I know I had to hammer it out. I had to 
and it begins in the thought process. You know, you, when, you, when you suffer a hurt, the, the enemy's going to bring that up to you. And, but don't let it get to your mouth. Don't sit there and, and keep uh, rehearsing the hurt. But remember, when you take it to God and you say, no, I, forgave, I forgive this person, the enemy's going to bring it back up. And you say, no, I forgive him. And then God's going to take you past that. When you get to the point where you honestly and truly forgive him, you have no animosity towards him anymore, he's going to ask you to pray for him. And maybe those first prayers are going to be like, you know, uh, not that heartfelt. <laughs> you might even pray that, you know, they slip and fall or something. But, but the thing is, is that's the next step to where you move past forgiveness. And, you know, something that God uh, really made uh, important in my life was there's a scripture in there about a servant who he gets... <laughs> He gets forgiven a great debt. And then on the way out, he takes his fellow servant, and he has him thrown in jail. And I think about what God has forgiven me. And I can't sit there and point a finger at someone else. Because the, there's also a scripture that says, when you judge someone, take the plank out of your own eye before you try to get the splinter out of their eye. So forgiveness is very important. You want to walk in it. You, you, want to, you want to walk in that forgiveness. And you know about men, it's like I've heard this saying a long time ago. Uh, it says that most men judge other men by their actions, and they judge themselves by their intentions. So look at that next time you see someone that does something wrong and realize that you're judging them by their actions, but a lot of times we judge ourselves by our intentions and not our actions. But forgiveness is a beautiful thing. I'm so glad that I'm forgiven. Well, you know, I never heard this before, what you just said, that we judge others by their actions, but we judge ourselves by our intentions. <laughs> you know, I never heard that. And it's so true. It's so true, brother. Yeah. So, dear friend, I know if you are watching, and you are, your intentions are good. Your intentions are good, and things are going to continue being good to you. So what if you try to, try to apply that idea to everybody else? Try to see what is, what is exactly what she was trying to do. Let's talk about marriage, okay? Because that is a classic scenario where we have so much trouble. So we men, we go to work, we, we provide we take care of bills, and we do a lot of things for our families. But sometimes there is something going on in the house. Whatever is what is bothering you, maybe you should try to think. Are her intentions good intentions? Because maybe what is happening is that she is doing, your wife is doing something to you, brother, my friend, that it intentionally is not to hurt you. It's just probably lack of wisdom, lack of prudence, lack of knowledge. So many things can be the reason why she's doing those things or, or whatever. You know, whether it's with your bank account or with your devices in your home or your vehicles, and, and then you are so angry. 
try to apply that. I, I like that, Timmy, you know? Yeah. Try to study the intentions of the person. What, what is what that person was trying to do? Because maybe it was a wrong action, but the intention was not a bad intention. I, I right. like that. Thank you. I, I like that. Now, if we continue reading, it says, and lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation, which makes me think of how often are we listening to the Holy Spirit? So I want to ask you, brother, have you ever had the experience that the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, is talking to you about something, and you obeyed, and then you see the outcome of that obedience? Do you remember a particular story like that? Oh, man. You know what I can remember is the times I didn't listen. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what really sticks out. I mean, uh, uh, man, I tell you what, you you really need to listen to God because um, if, if he speaks to you and you don't listen, it's not good. I, I My... My first wife, we were uh, we're dating, and a guy gave me a word and said that the, the Lord said we needed to be separated for a while, but I wanted to hold on to her. And, you know, that caused years of disaster and tor turmoil in my life for that one. I was a new Christian, but I still for not listening. So, uh, you know, I can't really think right now I know God has spoken to me and I have listened and I know the reward is there because he you know he knows what's happening in the future so you know we really need to have our uh, ears and our heart tuned to what God is trying to tell us yeah because he wants good for us absolutely you know? and, and friend <clears throat> you know this is a pretty uh, kind of sad example that Tim is giving us, but, but it's true. Okay, now, I want you to think of something. Quite often, guys get upset in the house with the wife or the children or whoever, and it's late in the night, and you know what they do? They get into the car with cash or the credit card, debit card. It is 10, 11 p.m. Get in the car, and they, they are going to the wrong place. And here is the Lord, the Holy Spirit of God, telling you, don't go. Don't do that. The Lord is trying to stop you. And sometimes, guys, don't listen to the Holy Spirit. So this, this passage mm -hmm. of the scripture says, in the prayer, the Lord Jesus says, lead us not into temptation. So the Lord is, the Holy Spirit will be talking to you and telling you, don't do it. Don't go there. Don't do it. He tries to stop you, but if you insist in going into those places, especially in the night, particularly places, you know what kind of places I'm talking about, my friend. <laughs> you would know exactly what I'm talking about. Parts of town, certain places, certain houses or establishments, you know what's there. And you just hear it, but you are, you are just pretending you are a fish. You know why I say that? Because fish don't have ears. So you just pretend you're not listening. I'm <laughs> not listening. I'm a fish. Go. I'm a fish. I don't listen to you, God. I want to do whatever I want to do. And the Lord is trying to lead you, not into temptation. But that takes us to 
precisely the next part of the scripture. It says, but deliver us from evil. So do you believe that God will protect you? Yes. I know he has. He has? Yes. And he does. He will protect you if you are willing to listen. So you see, yes. the, the whole prayer, the Lord's prayer here, tells us that more than just talking, prayer is an interaction where you That's are true. saying to God, first of all, you talk to him with respect. You put yourself in the right position. He is God and you are not. Yes. He is the maker and you are not. He is the one who makes the decisions and you are not. So he is the one in authority and you are not. You see, in the Lord's Prayer, that's the first thing. We know where the Lord is, who he is, and we are his creation. You can be his child. And then we are grateful for, for food. And we acknowledge that he can lead us in the right path. And he will protect us. It, it's, it's interaction. Prayer is not something that you just say a few words for a minute, for instance, and then you are done with that, and then you keep on going with your life, doing whatever is what you want to do. Prayer is not like that. So <clears throat> in, in our case, Tim and I, believers, we are talking with the Lord all the time. In, in, in every instance, you are doing your job, and I bet that many times you just say, how can I fix this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ask him to help me for sure. <laughs> because prayer is more than talking. Yes. Yes, it is. It's an interaction. Yeah. It's a cycle where you are, you are saying things to the Lord, but he is talking to you. And that is the invitation, my friend, because you can change. You can change. And how do you change? I want you to to read with me this powerful scripture that is on the screen right now, Romans 10, 9. You openly say Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. The requirement to enter into the kingdom of God is just faith. Believing that the Lord Jesus died for you and the, the Lord God raised him from death. That is the only requirement. And then you will have this interaction that we are talking about. That's the only requirement. And all that we do is just to, to pray and believe. And initially, probably, it's not easy to believe. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite my brother here to, to talk to you, man. I want you to hear what he has to say to you, whether you are watching in your RV or in your car or in your hotel apartment. I don't know where you are right now, but whoever and whatever you are, I want you to hear now what Tim has to say to you if you want to come into the kingdom of God. Um, well, I tell you, there's... there's uh, a lot of times we try to change uh, on our own, and sometimes it works to a limited extent. Um, sometimes it doesn't work at all. But when when you ask the Lord into your heart, 
then that change can be real, and not only real, but eternal. And, you know, the Bible says that if you don't know him, your destination, you see, all of us, we're going to live forever. There's no getting around that. You're going to live forever. Your body's going to die, but your spirit's going to live forever. So you have to make a choice. Do you want to be with Jesus in heaven, or do you want to be down there in hell with the devil? And, you know, it's more than that. I mean, he says that he come to, he, Jesus has come to give life and life more abundantly. So it's the abundant life. It's not, you're not on your own anymore. You have the God, the creator of heaven on your side. He's your father. Jesus says, I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So you can come to him with anything. You don't have to come to him with pretenses and, and some huge prayer, like you know, putting on a robe and all that. You come to Jesus just like you are. And, and you don't have to clean yourself up before. You come to him like you are. That's how he wants you. And you come to him, and he'll make the changes in your life. And I'm not telling you it's going to be the rest of your life is going to be all roses and sunshine. But I'm telling you, he'll, he'll change your life. He'll, he'll deliver you out of darkness into light. And your whole perspective on life will change and where you're going. If you want to see change in your marriage and in your life and everything, put all your trust in him. Come to him as a sinner and say, Lord, I'm sorry for the way I live my life. Because I'm telling you, every one of us has sinned. There's nobody in this room or this world that has not sinned. So you're not, you're not any more guilty than any one of us up here. The only difference is, is we come to the Lord and we ask forgiveness. So you can do that. And I'm telling you, it'll change your life. And uh, the world has an image of believers and it's not true. And they put out an image of Jesus like he's some kind of wimp. He is, he's the king of kings and lord of lords. He's a man above men. He's awesome. He, he knew when he went to the cross, he not only knew what was going to happen, he could feel it. He could feel the, the crown of thorns being pushed down on his head. He could feel the cat of nine tails uh, 40 lashes minus nine ripping the flesh that was that was nine individual tails with glass and chips of bone and just ripped the shreds off the the skin off his back he could feel himself being nailed to the cross but he went anyways and he didn't go for just the the good guy down the corner who's always friendly and nice he went for the the worst the thieves and the murders so wherever you're at in life there, there's no sin that can't be forgiven. So you go, just come to him and he'll forgive you. He'll wash you clean, make you white as snow, and he'll, he'll make your life, he'll change your life. It'll be a good life. It's not a perfect life because we're still down here on earth, but I'm telling you, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And you want to spend eternity in heaven. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, to me, this is the most important thing. Nothing else, nothing else comes close to this. This is the biggest thing you'll ever do in your life. You think about all the material things you're trying to get or, or maybe this great-looking gal or this nice truck, whatever it is. None of that compares. This is, 
And, and when, you, when you ask them into your heart, you, you go right into eternal life. Your body's still going to perish, but your spirit is living on forever. And that's a powerful thing. So I just invite you to just ask God into your heart. Ask Jesus into your heart. Say, Lord, I, I, forgive me for the way I've lived my life. Forgive me for, for lying, for whatever it is. Forgive me for my sins. And Lord, come into me and come into my life. Make, uh, I want to make you my Lord and Savior, the Lord of my life. Wash me clean. And he'll do it. And, and then the journey begins, my friend. That's where the journey begins. And uh, I'm just thankful for this opportunity to share that with you. And, and I, I, he's made a tremendous difference in my life. And, and I know, you know, we, you don't have to walk around in fear anymore. Because, you, you know, we know where we're going. We know who our Father is. And if you don't know him, I just invite you to, to get to know him, to surrender yourself to him. And it is a beautiful journey. You just join us. Join <laughs> us. Join us in the kingdom of God. Join us in church. Join us because it's all about eternity. Friend, forget about the stuff in this world. Put your eyes on the Lord. Put your eyes on God. Everything is going to change in your life. And come to Victory Church. We would love to have you here in Odessa. And uh, continue watching the videos. Thank you so much, Brother Tim, for being You're here welcome. today. That was, it was wonderful. A pleasure. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So, guess what? We have more stuff coming up tomorrow, July the 15th. We will have an awesome message too. Don't miss it. Here in Victory Church, we are happy to share with you the great news. There is hope in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Cheers. Have a wonderful night, friends. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.